Blog Talk Radio. Uh, to you and yours, 
Uh, I know you got you know you and your son be hanging out doing it big. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's my man. But look, bro, you know, I'm, whenever you call, bro, don't even think twice, man. You know, I'm gonna be there, man. Whenever you call, you ain't got to, you ain't got to call me right. And just think, just think about calling me. And I'll call you. <laughs> <laughs> just think man, about calling me, man. Hank, Hank, what what are you thankful for as you reflect on 2012? What what was some of the, the highlights for you personally? Man, that's so many because that was 365 days. I think just the mere fact of getting up 365 days is a highlight. Come on now. <laughs> just the mere, the mere fact that every day I was vertical and not horizontal, yeah. you know, is, is a true blessing. Um, that's that's the first thing, man. And then, you know, I, I I still I still have to say, man, it's such a blessing to be able to give, man. Yeah. You know, and I and I, I hate to say stuff like that because people think you're just saying that, man. But it's just it's always a blessing, man, that you can do something for somebody else with no hidden agenda, no ulterior motive, just because it's the right thing to do. And you ain't looking for nothing in return. You just, you know, so that's that's always a blessing that God has given me the ability to help, man. You know that's what, and I'm, I'm going to give you one further thing. I believe you. Like, everybody that say stuff like that, I don't believe, because I'm kind mm-hmm. of a skeptic. Mm-hmm. But I believe Hank Stewart. When Hank Stewart tell me, Rodney, you know, I'm I'm happy that I got an opportunity to give, I completely believe that, because I know that's the type of dude you are, man. Do, do you ever go through this, Hank? Because I know we born under the same sign. Mm-hmm. Have you ever went through this part of in your journey wishing you wasn't that guy, wishing you didn't care so much? Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I'll be lying if I said no. Yeah, I have. Yes, I have. Yeah. Sometimes you wish that you could turn your back on on, on the situation like a lot of folk and, you know, say it ain't my issue, man. But I just think we are our brother's keepers, man. And so a lot of times when I want to walk away, man, you know, and then I got people around me who remind me we can't walk away as well, too. So I'm I'm laced with friends like you and, you know, Mo Mitsa, you know, Mitsa Henry, uh, mm-hmm. Mo Gwen. You know, I'm, I'm around folk who, who that giving spirit is about, too. So when I ain't thinking about it, they're thinking about it. Mika does, you know my assistant. She does just as much for the oh, community man. as she, I do. She's awesome. She, <laughs> she gave us our guest last week, the the young man with the um the, that needs the needs the heart man, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it's just uh, you know I, I I I jumped at the opportunity to be a part of that when she told me his story, and um, so let's do this, man. Make sure I get his information because I want to shout that out so people can still. Stay connected to that issue. Let's not forget about that. This is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. Hank, if you would, man, I don't know what your time is like today, but we're going to be you, on man. for, for one me. hour. You You're me. my co-host for the day. You know, okay, Mama, I'm Mama probably going to call in, but hang on with me, man. We got we got some great poets. I know you the, you the president in charge of spoken word, you know, as far as I'm concerned. So, you know, I can't do this show without the president. And what I wanted to do, I wanted I wanted to have some people come on to inspire some people as they move into 2013. And I know you are one of those guys. And um, so what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, if you would, Hank Stewart, if you can give us a piece. Okay, you know, okay. Give us a piece. We're going to come back. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuning in Rodney Perry Live. We're getting it in today. Hank Stewart, first up on Rodney Perry Live. If you're looking for the latest in comedy, news, and entertainment, the only place to go is the Humor Meal. Check out the website, humormealmag.com. Humor Meal, the only place for comedy, news, and entertainment. I see you, Frank. Hey, y'all, stay right there. We come back. More Rodney Perry Live.
All right, y'all, we are back. This is Roddy Perry. You're tuning to Roddy Perry Live. My man, Hank Stewart, is on the line. Hank, man, such a, a, a awesome poet. We talked maybe a couple of weeks ago, and you let me hear a piece of a brand-new piece you was working on, which was off the chain, you know. But I know you got something for every occasion. So I'm going to let you go through your mental Rolodex and just, you know, hit me with something. <laughs> Look, the piece is called I'm Ready, Rodney. This is, a, this is a strong piece right here, man. I'm loving this piece. It's a brand-new piece, bro, so I'm rolling it out for my friend. The, point, the poem says, I'm at a point, a point I must admit I've never been before. Didn't think much about being in love in the past, looking at others' love always seemed like a chore. But now I'm ready. I'm ready to be one woman's man. I'm ready to be committed. Give her my last name. I'm ready to take her hand. You see, I'm ready to share cold nights in front of warm fires and in the spring, early morning strolls. I'm ready for candlelit dinners, movies to dawn. I'm ready for that special woman, you know, the one we both know our roles. I'm ready for weekends in the mountains and getting up, going to church together on Sunday mornings. And I'm ready for those intimate moments, you know, the ones when we both are horny. Oh, I'm ready to laugh. And only in happiness will I ever make her cry because the woman I'm ready to love, she always leaves me high. You see, I'm ready for Christmas and Valentine and Thanksgiving and birthdays. I'm ready to profess my love for her and then show her in unique ways like like heating her towel as she's exiting the shower, like finding some of the most incredible flowers, like planning getaways in our home, like texting her throughout the day lyrics and lines to romantic movies and love poems. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready to be that man that we make wishes together while we're watching shooting stars. I'm I'm ready to take care of her so much so that she can't remember the last time she washed, got to tune up, even put gas in her own car, help her with or do the dishes after we both prepare dinner together. I'm just excited because now I have someone to watch the weather. You see, with her, I'm hoping for snow, and I'm, I'm praying for rain, thanking God because his actions won't be in vain. I'm ready for that woman that we'll match more than just on paper. Our love is off the chart. You see, she gets me. This woman, we support each other through thick and thin. I love her with my head and my heart. I'm ready for that woman that we can go to the farmer's market. <laughs> Shoot, right now I'm ready for that sister. We got burns from the carpet. You say, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Like Freddie, like Eddie, like Teddy, like ready. Did I tell you, man, I'm ready. I'm excited about the potential, the possibilities. I'm excited about the future. Can't say I've ever experienced those feelings being mutual. I'm ready, and if sickness rears his old ugly head, and if money is low and all we have is cheese and bread, you see, I'm ready to be with that woman that we have so much love and so much trust that on the table unlocked, we both leave our phones. Our relationship is like Heathcliff and Claire, Michelle, and Barack. You see, our love is in a zone. I'm ready because she will be my one and only above my family and friends and anything that crawls, swim, walks, or flies. She's second only to God. Did I tell you, brother, this woman leaves me high. I'm ready to be her confidant, her protector, her provider. Shoot, I'm ready to be her big daddy. I'll be whatever she wants, her doctor, her mechanic. And if she's playing golf, yes, right now, I will be her caddy. I'm ready for violins, cellos, symphonies, and plays. I'm ready to be the example of love that leaves everyone in a daze. Oh, I've got to find her. Because I'm sure she's out there preparing herself, especially for me. And as soon as I find my queen, without hesitation, I'm down on one knee. Because I'm ready for it. I'm ready for love. Wow. Incredible piece, man. That's hot off the presses. Rodney Perry live. Hank Stewart, man, dude, when you're creating a piece like that, were you ready for it? 
Yeah, man, I, I think, you know, you, you just mentioned my son earlier. I know my son is getting to an age, man, where he's, he's uh, he just turned 18. I, I kind of feel like I'm getting my life back because, you know, as a parent, man, everything is about your children, man, everything, man. You know, you're only as happy as your saddest child. If you mm. got a child that's not doing well, you ain't happy. Wow. You know, well, so I think with my son, man, I think it's starting to get to the point that, you know, in just life, I kind of see uh, my life uh, evolve, and I kind of see where uh, where I'm getting my life back. And I think I and I know I am. I'm ready for that that relationship uh, for me that uh, we can we can finish each other's sentences. I'm, you know, it ain't got to be anything major. It's just the simplicity of some things, man. So yeah, I'm ready. But I'm also I also wrote that piece writing it to be the barometer in which. You know, we we're measuring ourselves. You know, brothers are looking at this piece and saying, "Okay, yeah, this is what I want to I want to do." Or it gives you a couple of little things to do with your your spouse. So it's that piece that has multiple functions. You know, you can you can pull some lines out of there and go home and and get some brownie points if you're already married, or if you're getting ready to date somebody. It, it becomes a the the prototype. It becomes a guideline. So the piece was written in a couple of different ways. Wow, man, awesome piece, man, awesome piece. You know, we talked about it when when you first let me hear it. I right. talked about it. I say this would be a great companion piece to mm-hmm. to hear the, the the woman's flip side of that. Mm-hmm. And I, I know mm-hmm. you said you know you got somebody in mind to do that. So I can't wait to see you do that live. Yeah, that's gonna be a fun piece, bro. That's a fun piece. I need to have India Reed come right behind and do that. I am ready for love. Ah! Oh yes. <laughs> Hey y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. It's it's a it's a Christmas show. It's New Year's so show. I like to say Merry Happy cover both things. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. This weekend I'll be in Denver at the Denver Improv, uh working uh this weekend. And you know I just changed this, Hank. Tell me what you think about this. Okay. Uh, my, my brother hit me, uh my brother J T, he, he he let me hear this uh this app he, he got called Ted. And okay. Ted is a series of of motivational speakers and stuff like that in this series, and they all house in this one app. And this one guy, he was breaking down work and 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 how you're going to be a success, and and just the connotations of the word work, and how if you say you're going to work hard, you're probably going to end up working hard. Mm-hmm. And it really, it really clicked something in my mind because I'm a firm believer in work. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we you're a black man in America, you don't you don't not work, even mm-hmm. though we're entertainers or whatever. So I changed my paradigm today and my paradigm changed to this. I'm no longer working, I'm effortlessly flowing through the universe. Ooh, that's powerful, bro. Ooh. Because I had to look at myself. I said, man, I've been working hard. Madeline and I was talking probably man, a couple of months ago. I was like, man, I'm working too hard. I'm working too hard. But any time I talk to people, any time, hey, Rob, what's going on, man? I see you doing this, but what you been doing? Man, I'm just working hard. I'm working hard because I that's what I say I'm doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so guess what? Mm-hmm. From now on, Rodney Perry is flowing effortlessly through the universe. But, dude, you, man, I'm, but when I tell you, you're the standard, bro. You're the standard, you know, uh, and and I, it is not unusual. And I've texted you a couple of times. I turn on the radio and listen to you on the Tom Joyner, um, hearing some commercials where you're getting. Ready, I mean, you're on TV, bro. You have you are the standard, man. So uh, if if you effortlessly flowing, I'm finna start effortlessly because whatever you're doing, you're successful at it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so whatever you do, just let me know. Just text me what you're doing so I can start saying the same thing, man. Because, bro, I promise you, I'm proud of you. 
I promise you. And I've had to text you a couple of times, like, man, I've, I've woke up to you, you know, making people laugh, man. But no, but bro, you you gave me some props coming onto this onto this on your, on your program. I got to give you the same props times ten, because I've always, whenever I've been around you, man, it's funny, but it's it's also informative. Mm-hmm. What you talk about, I've 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 said it on your on your on your sets. I mean, wherever, it's always funny. But it's life in that, bro. And so you you helping to advance. Uh, I, just the fact when I'm around you, I want to be a better man. You know that's why I say, man, drunk hang out with a drunk. Neither one of them ever be sober. You got to hang out with brothers like Rodney Perry. Then you'll want to be more. Hey man, thanks for that. Hey y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You tune in to Rodney Perry Live. My my calls today, Mr. Hank Stewart. We come back. We going into the poetry. We going deep. We going to the one one of the this, this dude. First of all. When I come back, coming to the mic, Amari King Wise. Y'all stay right there. This is Roddy Perry. You're tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. It's poetry, baby. Hey, hey, hey. Y'all don't want to be a part of it. What's up, everybody around the world? Thanks for tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. Remember to follow Rodney on Twitter, at Rodney Perry. And for all of your Rodney Perry updates, text Rodney Perry, with no spaces, to 41411. Again, to stay up to date, text Rodney Perry with no spaces to 41411. Now, if you like me, Rodney Perry, it ain't it ain't a certain season till you hear certain songs, right? So mm-hmm. like when I, when it's summertime, Hank, and I hear uh 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 them drums and Will Smith summer oh, summertime, yeah. I know it's summertime. summertime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It ain't Christmas mm-hmm. until I hear this song. So it's officially Christmas. Right now, here on Roddy Prairie Live. Let it snow.
Let us know. Let us know. What? Let me tell you something. Hey, they, 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 God knew what he was doing when he decided that I couldn't sing. You understand me? That's Christmas right there, bro. I got, kicked, I got kicked out of a choir. I tried to join the choir. The, the, the choir director said, hey, 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 everybody be quiet. Okay, you sing. Okay, no, 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 you sing. No, 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 you, you right there, you go. He said, hey, man, you come here for a second. Get out of here. <laughs> don't waste my time. Please don't waste, don't waste the Lord's time. There's somebody just got kicked out of heaven because you sing it. Oh, All right. man. Amari King Wise coming to the microphone. Amari, you on live, Rodney Perry Live, man. Thank you for blessing us, man. Really appreciate it, bro. Oh, thank you, bro. Thank you for having me, and I'm effortlessly flowing right now. <laughs> you see, see, that's what I'm talking about. Don't it feel good, dog? <laughs> Feels great. Feels great. <laughs> okay. Hank Stewart, Amari King Wise. Um, Talk to me. I'm gonna pose this question to both of y'all as as men that that uh, that specialize in in empowering people and through spoken word. Uh, when you are creating, do you create with that sense of responsibility? I do. Uh, Amari. Yeah, I I think um, that's that's not like a straightforward answer. There, I think that. The way you the way you live determines your output. Mm-hmm. So, so the way I live and my intentions in life and my desires in life, I think by default uh, allows me to put that that type of um, information and energy into what I write. Uh, Amari, I got to ask you the name Amari King Wise. It, it speaks volumes. Each individual word, give it, give it to me how it all came it came to be. You know, it's it's as simple as, as being born. My mother named me Omari Kari. That's my first and middle name. Okay. And the translation is King Wise. Oh, uh, nice. One of the local poets here in Detroit knew knew the uh, my, one of my mentors actually uh, Bilal knew the um, the translation, so he started calling me King Wise, and it just kind of caught on as I was going through the poetry venues. Oh, so so he he's smart. He's so smart. He know everything. <laughs> <laughs> I love Brother it. Bilal, we we call him Detroit Blue. Brother Bilal, very high intelligent. <laughs> so so man, man, it, it's holiday season, man. Can can you bless us with a peace, dog? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I wrote this piece, uh, you know, because I was working with a lot of students and. And I noticed that when you when you talk to them, their faces are planted into some kind of electronic device. Hmm. So it's like a PSP or a cell phone or whatever the case may be. So I, I wrote this in dedication to them. Uh, it's called Soul Removal. They say the revolution is coming, but it ain't. Because we keep reading the same inaccurate books, listening to the same types of songs with the same whack hooks giving dirty looks to those who speak the truth and keep allowing sucker MCs to get time in the booth. So how can we change what thought has been put on pause and arrested? Because unless it's vocalized by Beyonce and Weezy, we ain't interested. Our thoughts are processed like Oscar Mayer death packages. Packages are served like bloody meat to primal savages. Soon we'll have 
some soon we have to call some of our kids mummies instead of children because they become more like spiritless tenants wrapped in abandoned buildings. They walk around with their hands on cell phone keyboards and PSDs and all states like Viacom zombies. And now they can't read because they text in the death and abbreviating stuff till there's no English left. Just aborted words with no real thoughts completed like a vacuum to the fetus when the essence gets deleted. This is how we read hybrids. You know, teletexting Facebook junkies that can't contribute to a dialogue. Only understand digital in their minds roam like analog, and I have mad love for each one of them because they live in a country that consistently dumps on them. Let them know you love them by showing them the signs that not America's going to whip them each and every time. Reprogram them to never again link up to the God in their mind. Show them which tree bears fruit so they don't know where to climb. They are falling victims, failing to gain wisdom in prison preparatory institutions called public school systems. And like Dead Prayer says, their schools don't educate. All they teach the people is lies. Well, I say they teach them how to escape hope with the goal to die. They treat our kids' minds like batter, remixing the mix and mixing to what's in, but stuff got mixed with tricks during the blend. Hitting their brainwaves like demons coming on four horses. Our children deserve more than electronic supplemental posters to the mind, but here's a crescendo. When a baby girl has no mirror but only sees her window, her image in a window, and a little boy can't hold a conversation because all of his life his best friend has been a PlayStation. And the songs they both sing says she's a whore and he's an inmate. And the books say they have a melanin guarantees that being a slave is innate. And Obama, Obama had to denounce all strong-minded black folks so hopefully first-timers wouldn't watch them get whipped at the post just before they vote. And this leaves scars, not on the back, but in the back of our minds that we can't get it back so it will send us back through time. And I know we all want to hear Billy sing the blues, but not enough to walk in Harriet Tubman's shoes. Not enough to watch those first boats come in the dock, and not enough to watch the first sale of cocaine in the form of rocks. So with the paper of this poem, I slip my wrist before I can ever plant my seeds so they can never become victims of capitalistic greed. And when I'm gone, sprinkle my ashes at the base of a new tree so I can nourish the fruit to be consumed by the yet to get free. Wow. Man, man, such a powerful piece, man. When you sitting down with your pen, Amari, can you feel that energy? I appreciate that, bro. Um, you know, the, the energy, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's 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 uh it's tied into the, the, the intellect, it's tied into the emotion of the person. You know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of us when we write, it is tied into to all of that. I mean the, the vibrations definitely come through and out to the pen. Now let me ask you this, and I'm gonna throw this out to you, you and Hank, and I and I know I got dichotomy laying in the cut, he coming on in a few minutes. What's the this is just a man question, because Rodney Perry need to know. What's the what's up with the poetry groupies? What they like? <laughs> Mari, go ahead, bro. I want to hear. <laughs> Wait a minute, Hank. You gonna stop you it, Hank? Because let me tell you something, Hank. I just see you do that that one poem, it. And when uh, you do it, let me tell you something. When you do it. I done seen them women squirm in their chair because they be sitting on it. <laughs> so, Mark, what is it like? I, I'm like, Rodney, I want to know, what's, what's the poetry group is like? I, I tell you what, I have a, I have a couple of poems, one called Metamorphosis and one called Voodoo. In fact, if you uh, go on YouTube and Google Omari King Wise, you, you'll see Voodoo pop up. But I, I tell you, when, I, when I'm done, normally when I'm done on stage, I clear the stage area. I leave out the room, out the building for a while, kind of let that energy clear. Okay. <laughs> because, um, because you know, us poets, we got, you know, poets got bad name. Brothers got, you know, the, uh, you know, there's a lot of brothers out here, right, that 
that, that right just to get laid. So Got I don't kind of, I don't, I don't really want that uh, attached to me. So I kind of, you know, you know, Mark, I'm glad you said that, bro. I'm glad you said that, man. And 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 Rodney know me, man. He we we're around each other enough, you know. But I, I try to write stuff that's going to outlive me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I, I mean, we still singing. You know, we still singing the National Negro Anthem from James Weldon Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. We still, you know, they sisters always walk around talking about I'm a phenomenal sister. You know, we we know pieces right now that's going. I want to write stuff that's going to outlive me. Yeah. You know, so what, when we start. Okay, enough, 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 stop it, stop, both of y'all, shut up. I don't want to hear it. I know that there's groupies. I know you can't talk about it because your ladies is listening. That's fine. I apologize for throwing y'all under the bus because Rodney Perry do have a problem. Ingrid B from Miami, Florida. She got the hot one of them hot poetry spots out there. Ingrid, you done seen it. You uh-huh. seen it. You seen it. You seen it when the poets come out there and the group, the ladies are screaming, ooh, snapping their fingers. <laughs> Let's First just all, say that they're they're very supportive. They're very supportive. Ingrid, Ingrid, um, you, you're one of the people that that could continue to support the poets, man. Create a space for them to perform, especially in the Miami area. What do you What do you see? Because you get to see the collective voice. Of poetry, what do you see down the pipe as as, as a person that puts on shows? You said down the pipe. Go ahead. You know what I'm talking about. Just <laughs> um, I I see whatever the poets see for themselves. There are mm-hmm. some poets that are doing. I heard you talking about Ted earlier, and Dichotomy and I have actually talked about that. Seku, the misfit, has done Ted. Uh, Rich Medina, who is a really famous DJ but is also a poet, he's done a TED Talk. Um, Asali Devon from New Orleans. Um, you've got poets who are doing one, two-man shows um, that are produced by Norman Lear, and that's, you know, all in the family, wow. Jefferson. So it's really, you know, some people claim that there's no money to be made and a career cannot be made of poetry, but it can. And, you know... Hip hop is fabulous, but they ain't got nothing on the hottest poets in America. But lyrics or the groupies. I love it. I love it. Hang on the line. Hang on the line, Ingrid. Hang on the line. You know what? This this what I gotta do. This is what I gotta do. First of all, I became aware of this next poet. I became aware of this next poet through Hank Stewart. Hank introduced me to this guy. Uh, they came to this spot I was doing here in Atlanta. And I was completely impressed by him. And so we became friends. And I said to myself, I don't know about you, Hank, or or you, Amari. You know, I'm, I'm 42 years old, right? I said to myself, 10 years ago, I'm 32. I ain't going to make no new friends. I count this next poet as a friend, man. This guy, is came, he came when I shot my special. He was there when I performed, um... Uh, uh, in, in his hometown of Nashville, just a really dope individual, not only a fabulous poet, but a fabulous human being. My man, Dichotomy. Dichotomy, you on the line. Dichotomy. I'm on the line. How you, I'm on the line. How you doing, Rodney? What's up, bro? How you doing today? Nothing much, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Appreciate the opportunity. How you doing, Hank? Hold on. Let me let me bring him up because I, I didn't know you was going to talk to him. Hank. How, okay. What's up? What's up, D? What's happening, bro? Say hi to Almari. 
Peace. How you doing? Hey, how y'all doing? Uh, how you doing, Hank? How you doing, Amari? Uh, Ingrid, Rodney. Doing great. Appreciate the opportunity. It's good. It's good. Hey, 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 nothing but a thing. Miss Ingrid, he said hi to you. I'm, I brought you back up. How are you doing, sir? I'm tweeting. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Ingrid, you know, she be tweeting frivolously. Thank you. Hold on. Hang on. Hey, so so let me ask you this uh, dichotomy. You're going to tell me the truth because I, I know I've seen you out in the public. you light skin. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, all jokes aside, man. What's. What's the life of the poet right now? Like, you know, I know as a comedian, you know, I think we have a similar journey uh, in terms, you know, I mean, it's not spoken word, but it's similar. So what's the life of the poet now? Like, you know, I think Ingrid kind of breached the subject when she said people say you can't make no money is is not. But you got to believe in stuff you can't see. That's the definition of faith. So what's the journey of the poet right now, Dichotomy? I mean, I think, you know, for each individual poet, that, that journey is different. Um, I know for myself, you know, you start writing, um, obviously, to kind of share your thoughts and emotions and to kind of to make a difference. And then, you know, as you progress, that's something that you kind of want to do. And so I, I look and I admire, you know, people like Hank Stewart um, here locally, you know, uh, Georgia Mee, um, Emerald Green, Agent Sampson, like those poets who have been able to take this art form uh, and, and transcend it and, and make it their way of life, and it's something that they do for a living. So not only are they, you know, doing positive things and giving back to the community, but they're able to make their passion their profession. And, and I know for me, I'm in that process now, uh, and that's why I've been talking to people like Ingrid and saying, you know, okay, how can how can I take what I'm doing and, and kind of make that my profession? So I think every poet has a different journey. You know, some poets do, um, you know, the college tours. Some poets are just, you know, happy with going to open mics. But I know for me personally, this is something that, you know, I'm, I'm passionate about. It's something that I want to make my livelihood, and I'm just going through the process where I'm trying to figure out, you know, the best way to make that happen. Uh, hey, I hear you on that. So, all right, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You're tuning in to Roddy Perry Live. We come back a piece from the man, the myth, the legend, my man, Dichotomy, y'all. Y'all stay right there. We'll be right back. Oh, this is going to be crazy. <laughs> Four, three, two, uno. What up, y'all? It is time for Off the Chain with me, Rodney Perry. I'm your host. My girl, DJ Tracy Steele, is on the ones and twos, and we premiere October 22nd, 9 p.m. on Bounce TV. You don't want to miss it. The best in stand-up comedy. Let me tell y'all something. It's going to be so off the chain. Did I say that? Off the chain. I'm crazy. Bounce TV. That's www.bouncetv.com. Hit them up on Twitter, bounce underscore. TV. They're at Bounce underscore TV. This is Rodney Perry, and I'm the host, bitch. <laughs> hey, y'all, we're back. This is Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. Up next to the poetry, Mike, my man, Dichotomy. Dichotomy, it's, it's the holiday season, man. Uh, what you going to bless us with today? So I'm going to do, you know, I'm, I'm going to kind of follow behind Hank there and do uh, a new piece, actually, that is not on any of the uh, the CDs that I have, uh, but it is something that I think is kind of worthy of the season. They say that, that Christmas, and, and this is like when it starts to get cold, it's cuffing season. So a lot of times people, you know, jump into these relationships for, for certain reasons, and, and a lot of times they're in. Just to stay warm. Yeah, yeah. So 
what I did was I'm I'm tired of hearing people complain about being in a relationship that they know they don't have any business in. So, you know, I just kind of wrote something to, to share with them, and so that's the name of this piece. If I can go ahead and jump right into it. Why won't she just leave him? Instead of complaining every time he leaves the house and tells her where he's going and she says she doesn't believe him, why is it when he gets home she then opens her arms to receive him? And if he says he doesn't want to be in a relationship, then, then why does she do everything she can to retrieve him, tells him that he is a stranger in her house? And even though she knew who he was when they first started to go out, now when she looks into his eyes, she finds it hard to realize that he's him because at this point in the relationship, he won't do anything unless it will please him. And despite his indiscretions, she tells her girlfriends that she would never do anything to leave him, which leads them to say that she's taking her sense of self-pride and committing suicide or what I like to call relationship treason because love is war and nobody has ever been able to play both sides. So I wonder why she won't just leave him. I mean, it's not like she doesn't have a good reason. Her mother always told her if a man wants something bad enough, he will do whatever he can to get it. So if his actions aren't in line with her words, I don't know why she won't just say forget it, but a woman can hear the exact same thing and process it completely different. You see, a woman, when she wants something bad enough, she can take something that isn't and convince herself that it is it. Take a square peg, push it into a round hole, and convince those around her that it fitted, but is she really to blame? Because if blames continue to put her in that situation again and again, she has no choice but to think that we are all the same. More concerned with the way her hips turn than trying to learn her name, and it's a shame that now she figures she has to get with any dog and hope he's tame, otherwise she will end up leaving this world much the same way she came, alone. And as a man, I wish I could tell her that she's wrong, but she probably has a couple of friends who've already suffered that same fate. So now she's been led to believe to get with the dog that has the least amount of fleas before it's too late. But I'm telling her if she does that, she's only setting herself up for more complaints. Knows that guy won't make a good mate because he doesn't know the difference between love and affection, a sweet rub and caressing, a hard on and an erection, and I know she loves him. So she wants to try to teach him those lessons, but he understands that he does not want to learn them because he says doing so will make him feel less than a man completely dismissing the fact that it makes her feel more like a woman. Simple things like opening a door before she goes in, so then she starts to rationalize that that's just the way he is, so anything he wants to do, she lets him. Then goes to her girlfriends, complains about how much she detests him but won't leave him, allowing something to occupy her lifetime that was only meant for a season. See, when you're holding on to something that doesn't want to be held, when the man that comes along for you that's meant to be, your hands are full and you won't be able to seize him. But believe when I tell you that there are other women out there that seize him so. If you're going to miss out on something that was meant to be, then holding on to something that never was shouldn't be the reason. See, there's a reason that a standard is called a standard. It's because it was never meant to be lowered. That's like taking three steps back and one step up and trying to convince yourself that you're still moving forward. And I'm just a poet, so I don't mean to be too forward. No, wait a minute, Rodney. Yes, I am. Because sometimes you have to raise your voice when the volume of choice is the silence of the lambs. Ladies, how do you expect a man to act like he cares when if he looks at you, he seems as if you don't even give a damn? If you want a man to come at you with a different approach, then you have to show him that doing so will garner a different result. Because if the man that is truly trying to get to know you gets the same no move as the dude that's only trying to hit, then at the end of the day, who's really to blame if that's all you end up with? And let's not blame it on how quickly he may be trying to get you to be intimate because I know you have a sense of self-respect and you want to make a man wait, and that's okay. But let me say, if you're not doing anything differently after the first three months than you were doing after the first three dates, it's going to take you a whole lot more than 90 days and some good loving to make a man stay. It just doesn't work that way. You see, the same five minutes you're deciding whether or not you're going to let him lick you down, he's using those same five minutes to decide once he does 
if he's even going to stick around. So it's not about me asking you why you won't be leaving him. You should be asking yourself, why am I staying? How do you expect to find the man that was meant for you if your actions aren't in line with what you're praying? And I'm just saying, I didn't write this to ruin your idea of a good relationship. I'm just losing patience with those who say that there are no good men when it's them that are on the complacent tip, that are stopping and trying to figure out what might be wrong with you. But you are quick to say that there are no good men by somebody's book and let him tell you what to do. I mean, it's true. So let me break it down for you. If you don't understand your value, we can't value your wealth. If you're not saying anything of any substance, you are just wasting your breath. It's okay to follow somebody else's path. Just make sure you take your own steps. And I know in this world we can't do it alone, and sometimes we might need help. So it's okay to act like a lady, but, baby, just make sure you're thinking for yourself. <laughs> you dropped that one on them, dog. <laughs> just a little something. Dude, that's an incredible joint, dog. That's super hot. Super hot. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. Hank Stewart, Dichotomy, Amari King Wise, Ingrid B. And this is the thing. This is the thing. Like, I've been really lucky, you know, to meet people that I really hold in high regard in this poetry game. Now, I, I'm not, I don't fashion myself as no poet, you understand? But I think we all been in love once or twice and then jotted down our thoughts on a sheet of paper, you know? So I think the, the everybody has an inner poet. But what I want to, the question I want to pose to, to my, my friends on the line, is there, like, Things you won't tolerate. I'm gonna give it to you first, Amari. Is that it's like when you when you see like a young poet? Is there what would make you pull him to the side and say, "Hey, dog, no." <laughs> um, well, there are, there are a couple of things. Um, I, I'll just give you the biggest two. Uh, one is when I hear poets um, using. Uh, using phrases or, or words from other uh, poets or hip-hop artists as mm. if nobody else knows they're using it. So the, the, the plagiarism aspect is I have a real big problem with that because I believe in giving credit to the author. Exactly. Uh, but the, 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 another big thing that's major to me is when, when you're not being genuine, when it's obvious that, you, that you're writing to get some kind of fame or props or you know, because you weren't popular in high school, you couldn't be a rapper, and you weren't a sports player. So, you write this poem, and it's and it's not a genuine quality in it. So it's all flash, but no substance. And 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 I pull them aside because I I, I don't think that that's really once they reach a certain age, maybe that's not the legacy that they're going to want in the long run. So I try to help them catch it now, so that they that, can create a stronger legacy for the long long haul. Exactly, dichotomy. Same question. What 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 what, what would give you pause? And I and I know you 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 might be the junior man on deck with these these old veterans on the line. Well, yeah, and, and actually that's a, that's a good point because following uh, along um, you know along those lines, there's, there's two things. One obviously is the the uh, genuine aspect of it, uh, but the second is just a, a general disregard or, or lack for the art form uh, in and of itself. You know, I know myself being the junior person. There are a number of people that 
have, you know, have come before me. And so it's really kind of understanding and, and giving one, you know, those people their, their just due and understanding what they've done to give us the position to be able to do that and truly being serious, you know, about it. So there's, you know, I, I say that there's a big difference between a writer and an author, an author and a poet, a poet and a spoken word artist. And so for someone to call them, you know, a spoken word artist, then I feel like, you know, they need to, to put in the time and the effort in performing and writing the piece that others do. Uh, otherwise, it's a disservice to, you know, to those other people who do it professionally or, or who take it as seriously and are passionate about it. So, you know, I think you need to give, you know, reverence and respect to those who came before us and make sure that you take it seriously in, you know, how you approach fighting and performing and everything else. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. We open up the, the, the poetry Open mic. I can't call it open mic because it's, it's too many dope poets on here to be an open mic. This is this is the this is the A mic for the day, and man, coming to the stage next to the to the uh, to the the airwaves, if you will, uh, man, I became aware of this the guy, and to follow him is truly be a part of the family. He goes by the name Malik Youssef. What's up, Malik? Man, thanks for coming on, bro. Well, well, to me, what's going on, young? Now, now you see how all this connected, Malik. Okay, we got Hank Stewart, who 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 is the the uh, mentor of my man Dichotomy. Then we got Omari King Wise. You understand? And then what we do is we double back to his mentor, got him started in the game, Malik Youssef. Wow. Do I have Do I have a lineage down? In the interconnectedness, man. Interconnectedness. That's man. the order of the day. Hey, 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 first of all, thank you for coming on today, man. Uh, let's talk about that interconnectedness, man, because I think to, to be a, gr- a great poet, you got to be connected to this world. Uh, how do you maintain that connectivity? I mean, you, you know what, bro? It's so weird, man. It's just about following the, the keys and the cues of the universe. Like, she got a plan, right? And you got to, like, kind of get yourself in line with it because we got our own desires, but... All my time, I was, you know, deciding about how to really do this thing and coming off the streets and the whole nine. And, you know, I was used to making that kind of money. And, you know, I was starting this career and stuff. And I was like, man, what's, you know, what's the next movie? And then I was like, man. And some, a voice just said, hit me and said, who do you want to guide me, me or you? Mm. And that's wow. it. But it's about being in tune. People say the hardest thing is to get in tune. The hardest thing is to find the station that you want to hear through all the other noise. And you have to practice that and practice that and practice that. And that's how your, that's how my poetry is written. You know, it's been, you know, thank God I've been able to write some good songs, but the lyrics come from, from the universe. When I'm pushing it too hard, I got to say, okay, you know what? This is not, it's not a me thing. I'm a vessel. I'm a portal. I'm a conduit, you dig? So that's how I draw off of it. And then that'll take you to everything else. When you think of something, like I want this to happen, the universe will say, okay, get on this street Make this phone call, get on this airplane, go early, and you'll you'll connect with the person that's having the same thoughts as you. Ain't that something? That need the same thing, so you feel so it's it's like a symbiotic relationship. You you feel a a, a codependent need, and that's not bad. That's a good thing, you know. I love the fact that that people are trying to figure it out. That people are trying to get into this into this thing and make it a, uh, and make it a profession because at a time in our universe, on our planet, there was people, artists that did poetry and was able to sustain themselves, to subsist mm-hmm. on speaking good and correct and positive and constructive things. 
although sometimes it ain't always pretty, but it's always constructive. Right. That's the that's the path you have to be on. You drawing? Yeah. You you know what? And and I'm gonna pose this question to the group. To, to me. I think you have to find your greater purpose because to be a performer, whether it's spoken word, comedy, music, whatever that is, is to be kind of selfish because you got to believe in you when nobody else does. So it kind of breeds a certain amount of selfishness, right? But I think when you begin to transcend that is when you begin, you begin to make this journey about more than you. Would you agree with that, Malik? I concur. God, I can say with that. It's about more than you. That's the African proverb to say: if you want to go, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Hey, hey, hey! You, you just, you just said that's so smooth. And and then you know, my, my mom has a couple of little little phrases she's given me throughout my life. And um, you know, we had planned out. You know, my my assistant, she's so awesome. She had gave me the, you know, the order. Hey, everybody was supposed to come out, but it didn't really work out that way. You know, because Hank called in. Hank is my guy. Then I was like, okay, I got my dude dichotomy. Hit him up. Then we had Omari. It's been it's been so perfect that. <laughs> that it's it's just like so awesome and so well I'm 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 gonna tell y'all what what the what the phrase of the day is after after this Malik hang on the line when we come back Malik Yusef he gonna drop some drop some on us so y'all stay right okay. there it's Rodney Perry tune in to Rodney Perry live. What's up, world? Thanks for tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. Don't forget to follow Rodney on Twitter, at Rodney Perry. And for all your Rodney Perry updates, text Rodney Perry with no spaces to 41411. That's Rodney Perry. Mash that thing together and text it to 41411. Now, back to the show. It's Rodney Perry. What up, y'all? This is Rodney Perry, and I am effortlessly flowing through the universe. Up next, my man, Malik Yousef. Malik, you're up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, I want to do, in, in, honor of the, in, in honor of the season, in honor of the season, uh, I'd like to uh, do a little poem that took place, um, or the poem took place about a couple thousand years ago about this little boy, you know. It's, it's arguable now he had a couple little brothers and sisters, but he was the, he was the clear breadwinner of the family, you dig? So I want to tell his story, you know, uh, through prose. It was one day just like many other days. He would figure out how to get paid in all kind of ways. One thing he did, he took a hollow piece of wood and stretched out uh, animal skin over it. People had seen him do this so many times, they had almost gotten over it. He positioned himself right between like a brothel and a tavern. Set himself right in that little cavern. And he was thinking about not only eating, but feeding his siblings. He was singing, and from his little mouth, some slob was dribbling. And somebody stopped and said, what you doing, young man? He expanded his lungs and said, I'm singing songs and playing my drums. My little brothers and sisters are hungry, and I'm trying to get them some food that they can devour. I've been out here for a couple of hours, and it's now or never. See that the sun was starting to set, and you could bet that 
people had more than enough on their plate, but I ain't going to call it hate, but, you know, they wasn't, they weren't trying to beat you great or gracious. The place he was in was not that spacious. So he decided to sing to the heavens and maybe connect with his spaceship. Then somebody went hurrying by. Somebody said, hurry and buy or get off of the street, get out of the market. See, he was a little guy, so he was a target. But there was a couple of combinations of things that sparked it. Somebody said, hey, it's a king being born on the outdoors. So if you got any business, you better get about yours and try to grab him a little something if you want to come see him. He looked at his tattered and torn clothes and said, I could probably be him because I was born on the outside looking into the inside. Then he decided that he would take his little hollow piece of wood with a goat skin stretched over it and connect to this little kid. So this is what he did. He grabbed his little brother and sister and the pieces of food. And then he said, Can I play for him? That's the only gift I have to bring. And maybe I could put together a couple of rhymes and use my voice to sing. And the young teenage mother, she smiled at him. Now, that brought him so much joy because he could connect with this little ghetto boy. I mean, maybe play a tune that not only him but the rest of the crowd could enjoy. So he employed what little gifts he had. And he played this song that was rather sad. And he asked the question in the middle of his heart, from the beginning is where he had to start. He said, boom, 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 la, pum, 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 pum. Not many people had passed this little bum. His mama had did something. Maybe she was stuck off rum. I don't even know for sure, but all I do know, is that he put on a show. And from this stage in his little evolution, he began to grow. He understood that what he had was of some value. And I'm going to tell you, it ain't easy to look at yourself in the mirror and when your clothes are inferior and you can gain a complex off this. But at that moment, he developed a God complex, something he was even the same complexion as God. Now, what's so odd? is that the king of kings was born on the outdoors. So if you're about any kind of business, you better be about yours. I'm talking about bring your gifts to bear, not tripping on your clothes and your hair. I'm talking about a little kid that was right there. All he had to share was rum, pum, 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 him and his drum. Thank you. Wow, 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 wow. Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You're tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. Incredible piece, man. Thank you, Malik. Hey, y'all, we come back more Rodney Perry Live, and you it's too many dudes. It's too much testosterone. It's time <laughs> for the queen. The queen is up next. Here on Rodney Perry Live. Y'all stay right there. Stay right there. Four, three, two, uno. What up, y'all? It is time for Off the Chain with me, Rodney Perry. I'm your host, 
My girl DJ Tracy Steele is on the ones and twos, and we premiere October 22nd, 9 p.m. on Bounce TV. You don't want to miss it. The best in stand-up comedy. Let me tell y'all something. It's going to be so off the chain. Did I say that? Off the chain? I'm crazy. Bounce TV. That's www.bouncetv.com. Hit them up on Twitter, Bounce underscore TV. They're at Bounce underscore TV. This is Rodney Perry, and I'm the host, bitch. If you're looking for the latest in comedy, news, and entertainment, the only place to go is the Humor Meal. Check out the website, humormealmag.com. Humor Meal, the only place for comedy, news, and entertainment. I see you, Frank. Hey, y'all, we're back. This is your boy, Roddy Perry. And I started this story early, but I wanted to hold up and, and tell it before I brought this this lady on. Now, we had scheduled her to come up first. She's got a lot of stuff going on, all kind of stuff. But for whatever reason, she couldn't get in till later on. My mother calls that phenomenon divine delay. If you ever been stuck in traffic or somebody cut you off and slowed you down, and you be like, man, I'm late, you ain't never late. You were divinely delayed, you know. And this lady is right on time, as usual. One of my, my favorite human beings. Uh, I've been to Tamika Fest. Uh, I, I fell in love with her when I saw her uh, with my man Poetry out in L.A., and I said to myself, this lady is flat out ridiculously skilled as a poet and and as a human being and, and what she does for the community. And and that, that's one thing I think is a common thread of everybody on this show today, from Malik to Hank to Dichotomy to Omari to Ingrid. You guys, you guys are all connected to the community. Welcome to the show, Miss Georgia Me. Georgia, what's up, babe? Hey, Rodney. How y'all doing? Now, Georgia Me, first of all, let me ask you this question before we get into the business. You understand? Why is it so important to you to give to your community? I, I'm, I'm, I've been served by my community so well and so beautifully. I'm a ghetto princess. My community is what makes me who I am. My community strengthened me for the world. My community inspires me. I'm from the same neighborhood that Martin Luther King was raised in. I went to the same high school. And I know that people have this depiction of what they think the hood is and how, you know, lost and, and it's, a, you know, just bad. But I don't look at it as that, you know, and I don't think that any of us on this planet should think that we, you know, should have more than the next. I really don't. Other than the work that you do, should you gain anything monetarily or or in favor? And I'm just grateful that my hood loved me. My hood, you know, the D-Boys in my neighborhood, if it wasn't for them, I don't know how many days I would have ate. They bought my CDs before I was ever on Death Poetry. Um, mm-hmm. They're the ones that gave me game. Um, the teachers, all the amazing teachers from Payne Forest to Kennedy Middle School to Booker T. Washington High, they saw a little ghetto girl was like, we're going to send her to the Nutcracker. We're going to make sure she see um, uh, Souls on Ice, you know, make sure that she go see Henry Oswald Tanner exhibit at the High Museum. Those, those were decisions that were made by people who saw a light in me, and I'm so grateful. And so anything I can do to serve every hood, but especially the West Side Bankhead since wrote Martin Luther King's on one, I am going to do. It is my honor, and I'm so grateful to be from such a beautiful place with history and culture. So it's, it's, it's really just what you're supposed to do. I don't know why people, you know, they, they make money, 
they make accomplishments and they leave their where they're from, it's fine to leave where you're from, but please take something back. Please give something back because that's your duty. You know, um, that's the way, the best way to, I always say the best way to serve God is to serve his children. And if you're only with a certain amount of people who seem to have it all together, then you're not doing your job here on the planet. And as an African, as a Nubian, each one teach one. We're supposed to pull each other up. We're not supposed to look look down on each other like we're better. And most of, most black people right now are one to two generations out of poverty, if that. Wow. You know, so I'm just grateful to the West Side, and I love I love the West Side. I love um, all the characters, and I, I feel no shame. I only get strength. I look at the the pitfalls that the, the Jays on the corner have been through, and I I don't follow them. So I thank them for that example. I'm not ashamed of them, and I love them. Honestly, and I mean, I, I look, I think about my neighborhood, my mother's house. We've been there for over almost thirty years now. Mm. Is the only house in the neighborhood that has not been broken into, and wow. that's because my mother feeds every day. She, um, if they need some clothes, if anybody wants to use the phone, she, she's always always been like that. My mother, we have some, we have somebody staying with us right now that we just met. We don't know her, but she's been with us nine, <laughs> We don't know her. We don't know her like that. She can kill us in the middle of the night, but we got God, so we good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's a blessing to be a blessing. So that's why I, I think it's beyond important. It's your duty. I, I think, I think something you said is, is really powerful, too, is you say, Roddy, I'm a ghetto princess, and you are indeed royalty. I've been there. I've been to, you know, to your events and to your spot. You know, let me tell you something. Y'all listening. I know y'all be going to y'all little cool little poetry stuff, but let me tell you something. Georgia, me will throw a poetry joint anywhere, and it be fly. If you, you gonna get you some some good chicken, you gonna get you gonna get. It's gonna be cold. It'll be at the top of something. It might be under something. It might be right in the middle. It's it's so fly. I mean, how do you effortlessly go through from the hood? to Buckhead, to Washington, D.C., to, you know, the Tony Award winning stage. How is it that Georgia Me can can uh, can go through those 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 different doors so easily? Because I'm a child of God. This is my earth. And everyone should look at their domain as such. You know, I don't feel out of, out of place anywhere. I was raised well. Um, I don't talk about it, but, you know, I was, I was a debutante. I was chosen, you know, um, and and I, I stay true to who I am. I, I believe all people are beautiful. I don't look down on anybody. I, I, I'm confident in my intellect. I, I treat people how I want to be treated so I can go anywhere, and that God has allowed me to go any and everywhere. I, sometimes I'm in a room and I'm the only black face, but I am beaming. You know, I am I'm center of attention, and it's not a, a issue for me. I thank God that he's given me that ability. I, I'm so grateful that everything that Most High has allowed me to do, I ask for. I ask God to be on Broadway. I ask God to 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 do all the stages, not only in America but overseas, to do the Royal Playhouse. I asked to do the Sydney Opera. I asked God, and he he was like, "Baby, you are more than deserving." 
And yeah. that's the problem with a lot of people. They don't believe they deserve it. I know I deserve it. I do the work. He, he, pro- so he probably I was really it. like, that's it? That's all you want? I got <laughs> that's just some of the things I want. You know, that's just some of the things. So, you know, I just, I'm grateful. I, I just, it's, it's, it's an easy transition for me. It's, it's not even a transition. It's who I am. I am a hood a hood chick, and I am a scholar, and I'm a nerd, and, and I'm a, a, an exalter, and I'm a, a, a spiritual person who loves God and loves his children, and I, I, I'm, I'm a fun person. And so it, it doesn't matter where I go. Can I'm I tell you what else you are? Can I tell you what, what? else you are? A producer. What? That's right. Yes, I am. Yes, You're a I producer. Am. Now, now talk to me about what you got coming up. I know you got a great event coming up. Oh, my goodness. I'm so grateful to God. I'm so grateful to God. Vision, vision. Christ is the spirit of prophecy, and if you don't have no vision, you won't go nowhere. And I've been doing spoken word in April. It'll be 15 years of doing spoken word, and I've been on every television show that is affiliated with spoken word and others that have aren't even spoken word affiliated, like the Monique show where I ripped it. Thank you. You right killed it. I killed it, Sean. I killed it. I love that performance. But, um... It's now time for me to do my own TV show. It's time for me to do my own TV show. Um, Working with Russell Simmons, Russell told me a long time ago, he said, you are me, you just got to learn how to delegate. You try to do too much by yourself. Mm. And, And I put together this show. Our TV show showing the best of the best, those up and coming like my brother, Dichotomy. I wish Hank could be on the show, but he's going to be out of town. Um, but I wanted to make sure that those who have paved the way, who have been grinding for years and doing this, living a life of faith and offering, was given the platform to really shine. Like on the other shows, it's cool that you get to do one poem. That's good. But they don't really get to see the personality. So I want, them to, so I want this show to be, a, you know, where every poet does a set. We have five artists per show. It's um, 45 minutes to an hour-long show, each show. We're taping six of them this weekend. It's called Georgia Me's Speak Easy, E-Z. And um, it's, it's just what it is. And then I put together such a team, and, you know, your wealth is in your relationships. And all the, everyone said yes. Everyone said yes, from, wow. from Corey Whitehead, the amazing artist doing the set design, to Henderson Maddox, the, the director, to uh, uh, Tamia Daniels, who is an amazing event um, um, event coordinator here in Atlanta who do parties. I do all her parties at the mansions and stuff all over Atlanta. She's doing the set decor. We have a fantastic catering service, Penelope uh, Culinary Service, uh, makeup, wardrobe. Everybody just said yes. It, the block party DJs, uh, Rasta Funk, the band. Um, I mean, just grits and jelly butter. I mean, everybody said yes. It was like, of course, George, of course, yeah, what you need. And all the poets, of course, Abyss, Malik Salam, Dichotomy, like I said before, Queen Sheba, Tasha Jones, Emma Green, Teresa the Songbird. Um, I can go on. It's like 30 artists, and I don't want to leave nobody out. But it's just, it's amazing. And I'm just grateful to God that, you know, Malik said, you know, you can go far together. And I've always believed that. I love that God has allowed me to achieve so much. But it ain't no fun if me and my friends all can't be together in Ibiza. You know there what I'm saying? Go. Like, come on, you just can't think about yourself. So wh- wh- and where, is it, where is it going to be, Georgia? Where is it going to be, and, and how can people go and, and be a part okay. of it? Okay, let me tell you, people, you can RSVP these free tickets at uh, speakeasy, S-P-E-A-K-E-Z, RSVP at gmail.com, and you can get as many tickets as you want. If you say 50, you better have 50 folk with you because we got to get 1,800 people it's at the Metroplex Theater. 
Now, the Metroplex Theater was built in 1924. It was where black people had to go to um, have their shows, their dances, and things of that nature before we was allowed in the Fox. Mm-hmm. And um, it's on Metropolitan Parkway at the corner of Deal and Metropolitan. You wouldn't even know it exists because it's been closed for 25 years. And a brother named Greg Giles, and that's just the, the, just the universe. I met this brother 10 years ago doing poetry shows with him. And he renovated it. It looked like some out of time to kill. You understand? I mean, like with wow. the old balcony and everything, the decor, the, the exposed wood. It's just, it's just a wonderful situation. And um, that's at 1331 Metropolitan Parkway. We got secure parking. The only thing you got to bring money for is to make it rain on the artists and get you something to eat. And that's about it. You know, just come have a good time. And this, and I wanted people to see the essence of a spoken word show. With okay. the other shows, they don't get to see the fluidity, the family that is created within an hour at a spoken word show. You know, with the art, with the host, like most deaf was an amazing host, but you never got to see how most kept us laughing, how right. most kept it rolling. You didn't get to see that. So I decided it's time for me. I got tired of complaining, got tired of waiting and doing other folks' shows, which is great, but it's time for us to do us and support us. And I'm just grateful that God allowed me the courage to say, go ahead and do it. Do it now. Don't wait. You know, and that's what it is. So. It's this weekend, Friday and Saturday shows at 6, 8, and 10 o'clock. Um, um, for the audience, you got to be there an hour beforehand because you're going to have a good time. Please, I'm going to have you entertained. Yeah. And um, it's just a, a, a beautiful experience, and I thank you for allowing me to tell the folk. And, and I wish Malik was down here so he could be on the show because, you know, Malik, one of my folks. This, folk, this I ain't going to be the last one, though. This ain't going to be the last no, no. set of these shows. This, 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 this is the first of about ten seasons. You understand me? Yeah. This is the first of about ten seasons. So after we get the, the, that other sponsorship money, we'll sign Malik on down here to do his thing because that brother right there is a hood scholar. Don't nobody know the shy like Malik Yousef. You, you, you know, you me? know how we do it. We know how we do it on the south side. Hey y'all, this is Roddy Perry, <laughs> tuning in the Roddy Perry Live. We talking to Miss Georgia Me. When we come back, when we come back, Georgia Me gonna bless us, y'all. We gonna get out of here. Merry Christmas, y'all. Y'all stay right there. We'll be right back. This is D. Hey, it's Lady Tuesday. Check out Tuesdays with D. Militant every Tuesday on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Cherry Rich at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. Figure out where you are and tune in. George Mead, you got yeah. so many incredible pieces. I, I bought your CD. Shoot, it's crazy to think about this, but probably five or six years ago now. Mm-hmm. And you you know, band is still one of my favorite poems all time. You Thank know. you. That's still one of my favorite poems all time. I know I know probably a lot of dudes, you know, uh lock into that one. What is your favorite? That's like saying your favorite child. I don't have a favorite. I don't I, do. I just I got I got six kids. <laughs> I don't it depends on what day. You catch me on a good day, you know. You know, this weekend, me and my son was hanging out. I really like you, you know. <laughs> but you know, some days I'll eat. We ain't cool. So, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, well, I mean, do you want me? Do you have a particular poem you want me to do, or just do? No, no, whatever? no. You do, do me some. Do I mean? I don't know. Whatever you feel, you know what I mean. Okay, like, all right. You're the I queen. Do you do when okay. when royalty is there. You just shut up. Matter of okay, fact, I'm about to I... mute myself. <laughs> All right. Always wrote for me, for my salvation. Though through this word I'm out to save a nation one at a time. 
It ain't all about mine. Forget who gets to shine when it's your time. It's your time. As long as the mission is complete, where everybody eats. Ain't got to step on nobody's feet. Find yourself a seat at the table. Hold a plate in your hands if you're able. Never digest the fable that's fed. That there's only one winner that gets bread. Eat or be eaten, already self-defeating. Forget the path that's beaten. I'm paving a new road where it's a nice drive. Like no accidents on 285, Dan Ryan, no construction and floating on the 405. So we all need to be alive on arrival. Give a damn with your title. Who do you serve? Purpose, most high, Allah, Jehovah, G-O-D. How do you serve? Benevolently. See, the honor is in the duty, not the position. The honor is in the duty, not the position. So you can keep on hoping, so-called praying and wishing, but this bitching must cease. When you really don't want peace, you want not to be bothered or inconvenienced. Turn the channel when you feel a little squeamish as you gaze upon the dirty little boy with bug eyes and flies around his head like a halo. You essentially say, so? What the hell they got to do with me? You could turn a blind eye, but you know who always sees what you do to the least of these you do to me. And then we wonder why we live under such tyranny. It appears to me we should. We make no real steps to clean up the hood or even swing by. Be an example of righteousness, the answer to their why. Why shouldn't I sell this sack, shawty? Why should I go to school? Why have I been listening to these fools tell me what's cool? And as my people drools and salivates over crap that depreciates, we the talented to perpetuate the source of this simmering hate. I laugh at the fool. Commentate. <clears throat> the destruction of our community can be attributed to shows like Housewives and Love and Hip Hop. In the immortal words of Sir Lucius Leftfoot, boy, stop with that bull issue on. Sick of blaming societal ills on TV and songs when we know that's not the truth. We know that's not the root. Strange, now familiar, but bruised fruit is our constant state. Death by ego of up at the same damn time, delicious duality, black people paradigm, leaves no room for individuality, only old phase killing Nubians inspire solidarity, and just for clarity, no avatars or hoodies for show, when over 400 were wounded and or killed in the goal, Chirac, the headline reads, watch Derrick Rose and Lupe Hart bleed, blip at the bottom of the screen reads, six shot in six hours in Philly, three in D.C., four in N.O., from the Bay to the B.K., clap, clap. Simon's blood, bring out the yellow tape, real life, no rehearsal outside our door, no place to escape, pull some drink, blow some trees, buy some stuff, band-aid the disease, shake the fleas, because we've been lying with dogs, making deals with Napoleon, following hogs, sound like animal farm, ring the alarm, oblivious to the harm. Stuff is just about race. That's it, there you go. I got it. Come on now. <laughs> Girl, you got all the way off up in there. Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You're tuning in to Roddy Perry Live. Let me go through. I got to make sure I shout everybody out, make sure I get y'all Twitter. Of course, you can check out my girl, Georgia Me, this weekend. Her website, georgiamee.com. On Twitter, she's at Georgia Me. You know how to spell it, G-E-O-R-G-I-A-M-E. That's georgiamee.com. I, I can't wait for this show. It's going to be incredible, Georgia. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Roddy. for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Hang on, hang on. Hank Stewart. What's up, bro? How you Hank doing? Hank Stewart, my man Hank Stewart. He is at Hank Stewart on Twitter. Uh, you can check him at HankStewart.net. Uh, man, thank you again, Hank, for coming on, man. I want. I just wanted to personally thank each one of y'all uh, for coming on today. Well, look, whenever you want me to, bro, you know I'm here. Hang on, hang on. Amari. Yes, sir. My man, hey man, thank you, man. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Uh, Amari, 
the Massage King. That's O-M-A-R-I-M-A-S-S-A-G-E-K-N-G. You guys follow him on Twitter. And uh, Amari got a MySpace. You know he been around. Amari. <laughs> you, know, you know you've been doing it for a while. But you got a, well, I, got, I got two MySpace, so I can't even talk. Uh, that damn Google, man. Google, Google on you. Google Amari, Amari Parkdale. He is the man, y'all. Thank you so much. Malik. Let me get Malik up. Malik. Boom, boom, boom. Malik. Chi-Town. Where you from, dog? About 100, you already did. Dude, I grew up on 126th Estate. We probably know a lot of the same people. We get to talk. Yeah, 127, so you already know. I got my, what? This is me on the, me on the Merriman's card. I lost my holiday. The Merriman's got my music up there, Christmas music and all that, you know, holiday music and all that. Just oh, nice. My own holiday. I made my own holiday incorporating all of them, you know. The, the website is MalikYusef.com? No, 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 the Merriman's card.com. The Mary, how you spell it? M e r r y m a s Merrimus. Merrimus, I like oh, that. Yeah. com. Y'all check them out. And on Twitter, you're at Malik Youssef. Yep. Done deal. Hey man, thanks a lot. And and then last, certainly not least, my man, Dichotomy. Dichotomy, you're on Twitter. You're at uh, dichotomy.com. Your Twitter is my dichotomy, and uh, your Facebook is dichotomy poetry. Uh, hey man, thank you, bro, for coming on today, man. As always, thanks for the opportunity. I appreciate it. And well, let me get Ingrid B and her little double D. The Ingrid. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, shouts out to you. What, what you got coming in the new year uh, uh, down there in MIA? Bohemia Room is coming to an end weekly. I'm moving to monthly showcases because uh, there's some people that want me to do some things out of South Florida, and I'm ready to go. Hey, I'm not. I'm not mad at that. I think 2013 is going to be a year of production. I think you yeah. know a lot of us that's been working for people for a long time. It's time for us to begin to produce, and so let's go out there and let's go get it, man. I, I can't thank you guys enough. Hank Stewart, Dichotomy, Amari King Wise, Malik Youssef, Miss Georgia, me. You guys are all incredible human beings, and for y'all to come on my show is a testament to the fact that God is blessing me. Cause I don't, I don't even supposed to know y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we honored to know you, Rodney. We love you. Hey man, Evan, Thank y'all. Evan Detroit. Thank y'all so much. Evan Detroit, hit me up. I will. I'm gonna have to hit you up because y'all be y'all really be shooting out there. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot you. I'm gonna hit you up. I'm gonna I'm damn show sure hit up Malik. You yeah, George. I, I, I know. I know. I got. I keep my foot in the hood because I want. I want the hood to respect. When the hood respect you, that's when white folk come looking. But don't get Amen. me started. Don't get me started. Now you can't. You can't. This is. This is Christmas. Um, I, I want to show everybody to get back to their families. Thank y'all for spending some of y'all valuable holiday time with me. But like I said before, it's a couple of songs that let me know we in the season, right? Uh, I played Let It Snow earlier. But when I hear this one right here, when I hear this one, what a, what a doggone song at? Okay, here it is. There it go right there. <laughs> when I hear this one right here, that's when I know it's officially, you know, it's like Christmas. This is what y'all going to play tonight, right, when you when you put the kids' toys out and you and your lady be up in there by yourself drinking that eggnog, getting lactose intolerant and drunk at the same time. <laughs> 
This was going to get to the next level. My name is Rodney Perry. This is Rodney Perry Live. Y'all have a great, great, happy holiday, happy new year. And keep keep walking keep walking towards your destiny, towards your goal. Remember, I ain't working no more. I'm effortlessly flowing through the universe. Amen. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Thank y'all. Thank, Thank you, Rodney. You. I appreciate it so much. Georgia, call me something. I will. 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 I Once again, this is Rodney Perry. Thank you so much for uh, being a part of this journey, being a part of this ride with me. Um, thank you to my family, um, Angela Perry, the Perry kids, all of y'all. Thank you to my mom, uh, my dad, everybody that's ever been a father to me. Appreciate you. <laughs> and, um, oh, wow, keep keep stepping toward it. Thank you to all my friends. I love all y'all. Y'all be good. Have a great uh, and happy new year Stay prosperous And we'll see you on the other side My name is Rodney Perry We out
Denver, I'm coming, baby. 